Christopher Nolan's tour de force and crowning achievement Oppenheimer is now in theaters with some calling it his best movie to date and one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces put to film. So we're covering Barbie today here on Breaking Geek Radio. Hello and welcome to Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online. But somehow we're just we're just Korea and the United States today. I, yeah, we had, a, we had a breakdown of communication and staff work. So we're here with uh, Joseph Jammer Medina and Dr. Kirsten Michelle Medina. Oh my goodness. I, I screwed it all up. I threw all the we, things. We did a there. whole thing and you forget. It was the whole thing. I My paper's over here and I try to look at the camera. My paper, I have to work. And he's like, I can't look. I, I can't, can't look. look. Dr. I Jammer. Look. <laughs> Dr. Jammer. Oh, yeah. That's, the that's thing is, Danny's it, contribution. Yeah. Danny used to call you Mrs. Jammer for the longest time. And you're like, that's Dr. Mrs. Jammer. So that's what he calls you now is Dr. Mrs. Jammer. So yeah, you're like, I did not go now. to six you years like of grad whole... school for him to call me Mrs. Mm-hmm. I still think that's one of Austin Powers' best jokes. Is it? Y'all remember that joke? No. I think so. Where I the guys, like the, the, they, were, they, were, they were at the therapist therapy session. I think it's the, the therapy rapist. session. No, it's somewhere else. Where it was he's like, Mr. Evil. And he's like, Dr. Evil. I didn't go to six years of evil medical school to be called uh, Mr. Thank you very that. much. So good. That is that is lost in the anals. I do not remember that at all. Yeah. Very you know what I do show. remember? I remember Barbie. But before we check in on Barbie, let's let's talk about the WGA SAG AFTRA chat discussion with the studios. So last week, was it last week? I guess it was last week. My time means nothing. We were having a discussion about the strike, right? We've got a two-for-one strike with the actors striking and the writers striking at the same time. And at the end of the podcast, we were having a discussion about whether or not we should do that ourselves. Like, right, what could we do? What are we willing to do to support the actors and the writers? Jammer was willing to do surprisingly little. He was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Fortunately, Adam ruins everything. Adam Conover jumped in to save jammer from his selfishness so uh tweeter oh, i almost had to give something up <laughs> i was I, I have to say this i literally we were kirsten and i were watching something i was like you know kirsten i don't know if there's time for this but i've been thinking about maybe giving up streaming services as you know with the strike if that's something like that now can be helped. right like, now oh. while we're in the middle of this you want to stop well the funny thing is he wanted to we can't even give up half of them because we totally legally pay for them, but other people use them too. Um, and then I was just like, literally HBO. We could get rid of HBO. We haven't watched HBO. I'm the only one that watches HBO because I watch Big Bang Theory. And I like he freaked it out. I like having HBO. I like I like I like having it in case I want to go get it. In case we okay, decided so. to get back into Harley Quinn because we still need to finish Harley Quinn season. Wait, three. no, no, no. So there's a new season. The the trailer just yeah. dropped for season four. Um, yep. of Harley Quinn. Looks interesting. I'm going to watch season three of Superman. That's what I'm going to watch. Uh, no, Superman Lois. Lois and Superman. One of those. Yep, Superman um, Lois. But Jammer ruins everything. So Adam jumped in to help out a tweeter who asked him a genuine question. Hey, I have a hard time morally resolving whether or not I should skip seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer this week. Uh, SAG after in SAG Astra Solidarity. Thoughts? Adam said... Neither the WGA or SAG-AFTRA is calling for a consumer boycott right now. If you want to support the strike, we are asking folks to boost our message on social media 
donate to the entertainment community fund, which supports affected workers. And he includes a link. So if you'd like to uh, include some donations for that, go ahead and find Adam Conover's tweet. But Jammer, since we started with you in that discussion last week, how do you feel about that? Are you relieved? Well, because, yeah, uh, I don't mind. I can give up something for a while. I just want to make sure I'm not just like doing it needlessly, you know, like there, I want there to be a purpose behind it. And I also don't have enough time to try and mobilize people to give something up. So I'm like, I don't want to, I, I don't know how to be effective. I don't have time to be effective. So I need someone to tell me. So I'm glad that Adam Conover is there to tell me if I should be effective and when to be effective. And it sounds like I don't need to be effective. So it's okay. Jam- Jammer was actually elected to read, not lead. So yeah, that's right. Exactly. And for once, Adam exactly. didn't ruin anything. That's um, right. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You're talking about suffering. Did you guys, do you guys remember 500 days of summer? There's that, um, they do that cut to a French film, like the, the short independent French film, you know, like suffering, suffering, so much suffering. No, nobody remembers that. I watched the movie once and I was like, this movie sucks. Why do people like it? And then I moved on. Ouch. (laughs) Well, I think I also thought it was going to be a comedy and it wasn't. So, oh, it's hilarious, though. It's so funny. I think it was funny. I didn't. It's so funny. funny. Who hurt you, Jammer? Was it Kirsten? You're looking at her. Kirsten, (laughs) what do you think of the fact that you don't have to drop any of your beloved shows to support SAG AFTRA? I have a lot less strong feelings about it, but I'm just glad he clarified because I do think like there gets to that point of like, how do you boycott something without hurting the other half too, of like the writers and the actors also benefit from these things. So I'm just glad he clarified, but I do not have as strong as feelings as Jammer. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am... I think I was a little worried about it and it's a little bit of a, an interesting conundrum to be in, but uh, I guess Manny had kind of a prescient conversation about this. That word is just on my mind today. Um, yeah. You were using with the word Kyle twice. About it. What the hell's yeah, wrong with I don't you? Know what's wrong? So I think it's because I used it once. SAT I have book? to use it twice. I don't know what it is. Um, so on daily cup of genre, if you want to hear him and Kyle Malone, wrap it up talking about SAG after uh, I think it was last week or the week before he actually had the exact same thought um, as Adam. So, Good on him. Manny not ruining things either. Anyway, since we don't have very strong feelings about that, you guys ready to move on to uh, Barbie? Who wants to Burbs. be a Barbie girl? Who wants to uh, live in a Barbie world? I don't. That All world right. looks boring. What? <laughs> it's plastic. It's fantastic. It's you fantastic. can't go in the ocean. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, yeah. That's true. That's true. You can. You just can't swim. Anyway. Here we go, Barbie. Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie Land. However, when they get to get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. Directed by Greta Gerwig and starring Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, as of the recording of this podcast, Barbie has a Rotten Tomato score of 89 from the critics and a 90 from the audience. Do we agree? I don't know. Let's find out. Jammer. Uh, are we still threading? Are we threading? Are we tweeting? Are we sure, tweeting? We're, th- we're, we're not tweeting. Not tweeting not these tweeting. days. Why would why yeah, would I tweet that. ever? Fuck that. Actually, Actually you know what I heard? You know what I heard that made me made me very excited? I think I think they said it was like 20 billion. 
that platform is worth $20 billion less than when he bought it or words. Yeah, it's half something like that. Yeah. That is satisfying. He's torpedoed it so hard. But I mean, he's been, I don't know. He's very self-destructive. He does. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, not self-destructive enough. Sorry. Not self-destructive enough. I don't, I don't know. What? Did I miss something? I think I missed something. Uh, He hasn't blown himself up yet. Is that, what, is that what it was? What are you talking about? Okay. What? Uh, anyways, as far as my my thread for Barbie, um, I would say a very, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, message heavy film, a surprisingly message Ooh. heavy film uh, that is a little bit sloppy with its narrative, Ooh. but never not entertaining. And it makes me celebrate a world where really weird movies that don't look like giant CG fests can succeed. Lots of ellipses in this thread. All right, Kirsten, <laughs> uh, what do you think? Give us your thread. And by thread, we mean like your... your I was like, no I one told you... me to prepare this. So... I was going to say, oh, I don't, I don't know pre- if I, I never, I never prepare it. So, you know, Kirsten, hey, Kirsten, you're going to need to do a thread on Barbies to go ahead and think about one. Um, let's see. I thought it was, I don't know how to say it. It was just a movie that it was like, should we take this step to make it a little bit weirder? And then they were like, yeah, let's take seven steps that direction. <laughs> so I thought it was absolutely amazing and hilarious. And yes, surprisingly heavy and emotional. <laughs> To the point of being a little sloppy, but not in a way that I cared. I still loved it. <laughs> I will say there was definitely good. a moment. Uh, the, so we were, oh God, we had to, oh, we had to <laughs> go to the AMC in order to see this movie instead of the Alamo Drafthouse. Because the Why? Alamo Drafthouse, they had a time at 3 p.m. and then a time at 9.45 p.m. Two showings two the showings. entire day. I'm like, it's a goddamn weekday, sirs. What is happening? Barbie at 10 p.m. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it was weird. weird. And well, clearly, they don't have a lot of theaters there, so they're clearly like cleaning it out for Oppenheimer because of the audience. But we had to go uh, to the to the lowly masses of AMC theaters, where huh, I thought maybe it'd be better since the last time I went, which is when I saw The King's Man. It was not better. It was awful. The theater was so loud. And everyone was talking constant. I was like, oh, my God, is this what it's like? Is this what it's normally like? I'm not used to this. And um, anyways, these girls next to us, they were like probably tweens or something. I don't know. But they were like at one part of the movie, one of them was like, what is happening? Is this real? During one of like the weird scenes in the movie. So anyway, that's great. That's awesome. Um. So for my, I'm sorry, Kirsten, was that the end of your thread? Are you, are you done threading? Yeah, totes. Yes. Okay. So for my thread, I didn't know exactly what I'd be getting with a Barbie movie. I just know that I like Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Uh, it's funny that Barbie styles itself as Paradise Lost because what they were able to pull off with this story uh, with all these disparate parts and all this stuff is nothing short of a miracle. So um, before we get into spoilers, Jammer, what is your letter grade for this film? 
I think I'm going to give it a B plus. It's really solid. I think there's a lot of narrative shortcomings to it that made it a little bit not as emotional as it could have been. They had a lot of pieces there that they set up that I don't think they paid off as well. So we could talk a bit more about that later. But overall, like I said, it's never not entertaining. So <laughs> that's a huge plus for me. I definitely want to watch it again. And I just always I thought it was hilarious when I saw the credits for the writers, you know, Greta Gerwig and Noah Bomba. And I was that's just your, like, that's your letter grade. That's B plus. B plus. Okay, thank you. I already said it. B plus. I Stop know. Talking. And he just kept going. Yeah. Kirsten. Sorry. Letter grade, please. Is there something between an A minus and a B plus? Uh, I'm going to say A minus just to be different. But uh, yeah, I really liked it. Okay. And I'm going to come in there and just be just samey. B plus. B plus. I think it's a B plus. I, I, B plus. All right. But so, you know, what? Go ahead. Do your hosting. Jumping into spoilers on Barbie. Jammer, you seem to have a lot to say about this film. Uh, why don't you go first? I remember I saw an article pop up on my phone a while ago, probably two weeks ago, where they said uh, basically that the right has declared war on Barbie. And I was like, everyone, chill out. It's a stupid, silly movie. Da 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 da. As we were watching it, I was like, oh no. They have a they have a right to declare war on this movie. This war it, this movie is literally declaring war. Yeah, the, the, all of yeah, the Yeah, the movie declared war first. <laughs> yeah, the movie shot first. So the movie is Han in this case. Which it's, Han? Uh, they, they don't Han pull, they don't pull Han? Uh, the first one. They don't pull any punches. They they attack preemptively and literally poke and prod every potential trigger that a conservative in America today would have regarding anything remotely political. Is a Snyderverse person considered conservative or are they just like weird? Um, you know, I think there's a, a there, there's a demographic I would say of it's like a socially awkward white bearded men who tend to support <laughs> Zack Snyder. Oh, I, I, I hate Snyder verse. Like the whole damn do. thing would be burned to, to the ground. Hashtag not all bearded not white all men. Not all bearded white men. See, but like, Jammer, th- Jammer, this is your perfect opportunity to reply. Hit dog holler. What? <laughs> you know, you can only set them up so so much, Jonesy. You can only set them Jeez. up so much. I was just, I was just waiting because. I don't. I, like, I did fuck? not. I had not even heard that expression until you said it that one time. So how can I possibly use it? Come on, that should have been tucked away for forever. It's a great. It's a. I'm great not that. One to I'm use. not that witty. Not that witty. Obviously, that's true. Yes. Yes. Hit dog holler. Definitely up there in like the. Maybe next time. Maybe Pull next that time. that one down from from the top of the. No, but there's but seriously. There's. I think he has a very specific like the comic book nerd. You know, that the sort of demographic, that the stereotypical demographic, I feel like is the type of person who would be like all about the Snyder Cut. Granted, I'm also all about the Snyder Cut. So, you know, it's uh we're we're a people, not not a race. So But I feel like there's also like there's a difference between the I was really excited for the Snyder Cut and I was tweeting up a storm and being very aggressive There's a reason about why it. I literally well, I just always say this bot. is this says a lot about me where literally I have to just 
until I blocked them, all of the hashtags that were for me were like, release the Snyder Cut and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Still today, or still a few weeks ago when I finally blocked them. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. Sorry, anyway. I interrupted your question about the Snyder thing comment. No, no, that's fine. Talking bad about Kyle. I get it. Um, so... You were you were you were supposed to be telling me some other things that you didn't like about there didn't work or you, you had like you had pregnant pauses mm. or something. What what's your thing? I what's did. Up? So this movie introduced a lot of things and it didn't follow them up as well. So I talked to, I told Kirsten after some of the movie, I felt like this was kind of a mix of um elf meets the Lego movie. Um meets its own thing. I was gonna say very Will Ferrell heavy in your comparison there. Oh, yeah, well, in the middle of the movie, I was just like, what if Will Ferrell is, is Lord Business in this movie? Um, but he wasn't. But I that definitely did cross my but mind. But wasn't well. he? And How wasn't he? No. He, but he, Lord Business he? was... He no. barely played a role. Yeah, he was just... Which I there. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, my point is that they... Uh, what was my point? Okay, so yeah, they, they, they planned a lot of... So you know how in Elf you have the little boy characters of the father and his little boy. What are you doing? What are you shaking your head for? The beginning of your sentence was, you know how in Elf. And I'm... You never watched Elf? I've, I've probably seen it once. What? Okay. Well, there is a, there is a, uh, you know, they set up this relationship between the younger kid and Elf. And, you know, it's about the, the dad. And I kind of felt like there was an opportunity to kind of bring that similar emotionality with America Ferreira and her daughter. And I kind of set it up. But then after they play an important role for like five to ten minutes, they kind of just fade into the background of everything else. Because there are so many overlapping characters and overlapping pieces that they don't really pay off a lot of separate subplots. There's even a, a large chunk of the movie where Barbie's hardly even there. And then everyone almost has to like, step aside i'm like oh yeah this is barbie movie this is about her movie so there's just a lot of moving pieces for it to it doesn't emotionally wrap up in a way that i think works completely considering all of the different threads that they planted and that includes like the, the kid and the mom that includes the businessmen who seem like they're going to be important and then disappear or the guy who brings it to the attention who seems like he's going to be important and then kind of disappears and is just following along and then some of the stuff with some of the kens that seems like it's going to be important but it kind of isn't but at the same time, it comes together really satisfyingly and funny and weird. And it's never, again, again, never not entertaining. That is my slogan for this episode. Okay. I Kirsten, personally you have... love, <laughs> I have, I have a thought to say about the whole men. Let's hear it. The businessmen not being in for it. Because especially mm. given what the movie is about, <laughs> I love that they introduced this giant group of powerful men in business suits that you think are going to be play this giant role and then they do nothing and they mean nothing and it doesn't matter and i love that because i feel like if that was not done on purpose damn because if i hope it was done on purpose because it was hilarious like it was <laughs> i mean they literally at the end of the movie after everything happened with the kins and the barbies they like come out of was it the treehouse or some other door it's like i feel like that was like oh no no they they purposely like tuck these guys in a corner to do nothing yeah so like you're um, not important here you don't matter yeah i somebody said weird um i wrote a note while i was watching this movie it is fucking ridiculous 
Um, and I remember the moment when I was like, this movie feels off the rails, ridiculous, but in a fun way. And that was um, when the Kens were fighting and it was like a slow motion fight that built yep. into a, a West Side Story dance off to them, like holding hands. And I was like, yep, I'm, <laughs> I'm in for this. I'm, I'm like so excited yeah. about this. And I it knew, was literally I that think... transition into that fight where I thought the same thing. I was like, they just, they just kept going. They went deeper. They went whatever. They went like an inception. They just went into another <laughs> layer of the dream. Yeah, I I really loved just like how willing um, the director was willing. She was just like, whatever, we're just going to do whatever. And I was kind of curious was you guys can tell me, am I reading too much into this? The way they kept talking about, you know, where the kids were like, you know, let me explain, let me explain. And so they had the scene from the Godfather and um, <laughs> he was like, let me explain it to you. The beginning of this movie is from 2001, a space odyssey. And I feel like that is a very deep cut nerd incel movie. And I, I swear to insane. God, I, are they expecting listen, all the the boyfriends to go over to their their girlfriends and be like, "Do you know oh, what this is from?" I know this. I get that reference, baby. This is, and then like later on in the movie, there are a bunch of dudes like, "Let me explain." And I, I like, I want to know how many people did that trap close on, like you know, three quarters away that. during the movie. I, I please, please, I hope that that was done on purpose. <laughs> Um, oh, that makes I, me so happy too. I was so locked in from that scene because I'm that guy, but I was able to like keep it inside. Um, and I didn't have to say I know that reference, but yeah, from the beginning of that movie, like when that scene happened, I was like, I'm I'm really locked in to the vision for this film and then how weird it got. Um, I famously do not like children. And was her name Sasha? Was Sasha the name of the daughter? Oh, yes. yeah. I was like, who are you talking about? I have no idea. I think it's sure, Sasha. Whatever. Let's go with Sasha. Uh, I was not like, man, that was <laughs> that was a rough Get few minutes. Out of here. What? Yeah, oh, the, for just... when she went to the school? Yeah, when she went to the school, I, it was that was a rough few minutes when Barbie went to meet her and talk to her. And I was just I can't I can't do this. I was like Barbie's anger translator. I was like, fuck this kid. Um and then eventually they were able to to pull it back. So I get what you're saying. Like there wasn't a moment between the two of them, but I do feel like they did seed in like the little stuff, like the song and then the moments together, like her watching her mother become a leader. Um, I think those things worked for me, right? To do the thing I think you're talking about um, because ultimately the movie is called Barbie. I was okay with her only having those moments, right? Like she existed for the purpose of of bringing that out of Barbie, um, and, but she but had like her they, own side story. They did have that moment when they were in the car about to leave, and the daughter was like, "No, we have to go back and change and save things." Like it didn't make me cry, so it doesn't work as effectively. I was expecting. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna cry." I'll punch you in the balls point. during that scene, and, and I cry. didn't cry. I didn't cry, Kirsten. It did not pass the first five minutes of up test. Yeah, I I don't know. I just I liked. I felt that moment where like as they're singing the song together, and like Kirsten just said, the daughter was like, "No, we have to go back." She's like, "But you hate Barbie." She's like, "But you don't." And so the thing that matters to her mom matters to her now, and everything that f that flowed after that kind of worked for me to like fill in for that thing because again, the movie's not about them. Sure. Yeah. That's me. That's me.
that's just me. Um, How about that cast? That cast is great in the movie. They had so many people throughout this movie. And I was really, I shouldn't be proud, but I am proud anyway. We're literally the sec. I, I didn't know, I didn't know Kate McKinnon was in, this, was in this movie, but the second they were just like weird Barbie, I'm like, that's definitely going to be Kate McKinnon. That's definitely, <laughs> and I, I imagined what, what her face would be doing throughout most of the scenes. And it did exactly that. And she did not disappoint. She delivered exactly on what I expected when they said weird Why is Barbie. She always in the splits. Why is she always in the splits? I don't know if y'all both had sisters, but uh, that was a thing. That weird Barbie is always in the splits. Always in the splits. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> mine were not mine, but like my cousins, they were always naked. Not necessarily in the splits, but just definitely always naked. Just like always mid dress. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. How did, you, how did you like that? Yeah. How did you like that 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 part where literally she says to the construction workers, "I don't even have a vagina," and he doesn't have a penis. I was just like, "Oh, they just went there." No, no, no. I think she said genitalia, genitalia, and he was like, I have all the genitalia or something he like, did that. Say like that. That was his comment. Yeah. <laughs> I Good I really transition. enjoyed huh? to what? No, no, no. Do your thing. Sorry. I get really excited about this movie. Apparently. No. What do you want to transition to? From penis to mm-hmm. what? No, I was, it was mostly into Ken specifically because he's the one who said the thing because we could talk about Ken and his role in the movie, but I want to hear what you liked about Man. this movie first. I was so I was going to mention him. So you mentioned the cast. I was going to say like I liked. Um, it was shocking to me that they were able to get such big stars to play like these sidekens. Um, but I, he didn't steal the movie, but sure as fuck Ryan Gosling did try. Right, like there was something about him where like he was just. I don't know how to describe it, um, but I loved punchable but also like um as soon as he gets to the real world i was like i'm i don't think this is gonna go well for them um (laughs) and like it was they did such a good job of seeding in this idea like once she's in the real world she's like "Mm, i don't like this there's a hint of violence to like everyone looking at me and he's like i feel respected i feel he's like there's no violence there's and and I was like, no, 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 no. And man, it was so much fun watching them on their opposite journeys. Um, I just enjoyed it. What did you want? When he went to Century, that? he went to Century City and was sort of seeing all like the patriarchy stuff. He's like, oh, 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 this is great. This is fantastic. So funny. And then like, um, I mean, I, I didn't expect like as this was happening, as you, I was having that same feeling as you, where I was said, I don't think this is gonna go the way we think. I did not expect going into this movie that Ken would be the main villain and that all of the Kens would be the main villain. And that literally this movie would just be about freaking bros taking over Barbie land. It's just so weird. It is so weird, but so funny and satisfying. And it's funny. Like I was just like partway through the movie. I was like, where is this going? I don't know where this is going. And I am here for the bad guys. So funny. Let's, the bad guy was really the patriarchy. Yes, I the patriarchy. I re- really respect that idea, right? Because it didn't have to come down to like, I mean, it did turn into a fight, but it didn't have to be like the kids have to go and the Barbies have to say it wasn't it didn't become that. And I respected the idea that they could come to some agreement about who they were without having to fall in love again or any like it was such a good well-written ending for their characters um 
where they're just like, no, we just need to figure out who we are without necessarily each other. And it doesn't have to be like, we fall in love or anything like that. And I was like, I respect the hell out of that. Yeah. I know I, I'm going to make a lot of people angry, I think with this, but I really appreciated the end was not a, oh, well now the Ken's and the Barbies run Barbie land 50, 50 and everything is equal. I really liked that. It was just like, no, we're going to make this realistic to what actually happened gender swapped in real world of like, oh, you have some power now. Oh, not that much. Calm down. <laughs> like back up. It's like, yeah. What do you say? Can we be, can we have a Supreme Court justice? Like, well, about lower. No, yeah. court. You can have a lower court. You can have a lower court. And eventually maybe you'll be able to get as much power as women do in the real world. <laughs> it's the right way. Um, I just heard screaming in the ether. Did you guys, so there was this big controversy that happened when this movie came out about the nine dash line. You guys know what that is? No. No. Kyle, do you know what this is? Uh, The map, the map thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. So there's this big controversy. This film was not released. It was boycotted in Vietnam. And that's because there is this nine dash line that China draws in the South China Sea to say, we own all of this. And if you look at the map, it's it's like Asia. And there is a line suspiciously like the nine dash line. There are eight of them in the movie. Um, and Vietnam was like, fuck that. We're not. We're going to boycott this. And it, it's kind of an interesting thing. I did not get a chance to see if China had anything to do with the financing of this movie. But that would have been fascinating. Because like I remember with um, Top Gun, that was a big deal. They took the Taiwanese patch off of Maverick's. Uh, jacket because that's one of the missions that his father flew and tencent who's a chinese company um is heavily involved in financing that film anyway just an interesting aside i was curious if you guys noticed it or cared paid attention no okay um you got what else do you guys have to say about this anything i feel like comedies are really hard to talk about sometimes I mean, there was luckily a lot to talk about in terms of the messaging. I think the messaging was really funny. They really Let's went talk for it. They didn't. They did not. Well, I mean, it's it's about the patriarchy and how toxic it is, and how frankly unfair it is. Period. And that, deprogramming. That's it. It's a lot. It's variations of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the deprogramming of how women are made to, they're conditioned to act and feel a certain way in our society. And how that works. It's just, there's just so much there. And uh, I'm, I'm just impressed that they went for it as hard as they did, that they unabashedly, like, I would have thought it's it, given the, I don't know what the budget of this movie was, but given how much they clearly wanted to make off of this movie, as, you know, any studio does, I was surprised they let them be as, frankly, polarizing as this movie kind of deserves to be. Approximately 145 million. 145 million? That seems Ooh. expensive considering i mean it makes sense though because i do like that they really it's a reminder of like barbie was and is kind of that like hey girls don't need to be moms girls can be doctors and astronauts and like barbie has always been a massive feminist property so it was kind of also problematic but also problematic which i think they did a really good job of being like no you make women feel bad about their bodies like but i'm trying to say you could be president yeah i love this yeah, scene it's, it's, so um, i don't know if i have anything else bad to about, add your, about that. sorry go ahead no i'm done there was that one joke that just like made me laugh out loud about um about the cellulite where she said um 
she said something like, you can have the stiletto or you can have the Birkenstock. She's like, the first one, stiletto. She's <laughs> like, she's like, no, no, no. You're supposed to want. She's like, no, no, I don't care. I want that. She's like, fine, get cellulite. I don't care. <laughs> and speaking of the Birkenstocks, like, the end, just the last line. I'm here to see my gynecologist. That was just, that was hilarious. I love that they ended with that of all things. The great final. Line. I don't know if that would, I don't know if that joke worked for me. It Why not for me? Like, I think it was built up too much. Um, that was the point is that you think it's going to be this huge life changing moment, but literally it's just, I have real a being vagina. a woman. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to be a woman now. Crap. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a writer. I don't know that I would have, I don't know what I would have done different. What would you I have had her say been... instead? I'm here to start my nine to five job here at Mattel. No, that's clearly what they were setting you up for, right? Um, yeah. So I knew it wasn't going to be that. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done different. I just know that that didn't. I was like, yeah. For something that was making me feel like this, that kind of left me on a on a plateau right at the end. I was like, yeah, well, that is that is an way a way to end it. Um, it but is. I thought that this movie had some really really good lines. You you're talking about messaging. There were three lines that stuck out to me. Um, there was one where she said, you can't make the world perfect, but you can make it better. Um, Kirsten, you brought up the brainwashing. There was one that said, you're either brainwashed or weird. There's no in between. And then I like the one that I or weird and ugly. Loved. Yeah, weird and ugly. Weird yeah. Um, the, the line that I absolutely love that I will probably take away from this movie was mothers stand still so daughters can see how far they've come. That was probably my absolute favorite line from this movie. Um, I just, I, I love that. So I, to the point of having like this, this really raucous comedy that just went all over the place was completely weird. They definitely went forward and having a message, um, and just some of the dialogue they were able to come up with was a lot of fun. So I enjoyed it. Yeah. Go see this. I, uh, last thing I, I will say is that, uh, I told Kirsten this yes this morning or yesterday, I don't remember where uh, Margaret Robbie, when she pitched it to the studio, she basically said, this could be a billion dollar movie in an interview. She was just like, I may have oversold it, but we we're just trying to get a movie made. Um, I really hope this movie makes a billion dollars. I don't think it will, but that'd be pretty awesome if it did. And I also know that Margaret Robbie is kind of overdue for a financial success. So fingers crossed that this one makes it because it took risks. It kind of went there. And I think it just, we should reward movies that take risks. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying that about a Barbie movie. What's wrong with me? That's so weird. Crazy. That, crazy. that was oh, it was so good. I loved it. I legitimately teared up at the end a little bit. I thought it was amazing. Everyone should see Barbie. It's crazy. It's crazy. We can and say also, that. we should add horses to the patriarchy. Yeah, that would be nice. We should. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to jump out of spoilers? I do have one question for you that is related, but not a spoiler. Sure. Okay. Um, so Hasbro has tried to make a couple of movies. They made some. Um, I don't know if I think they were as good as this. Mattel has some properties out there. What, if anything, would you like to see Mattel tackle next? Mattel toys. I have to look <laughs> up like, Mattel toys. What first properties of all. does Mattel? I, I was so like, uh, we're talking like He Man or Polly Pocket or uh, Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket would be great. Actually, I feel like Polly Pocket would be a natural sequel to this. Like they can 
transition into the Polly Pocket world? So you know which one I wanted? So I wanted a, a Mighty Max Polly Pocket crossover. That was one of the ones I wanted. And then I had another one. Oh, Hot Wheels. Because I think Fast yeah. and Furious needs some, oh, some yeah. competition. Hot Wheels leading the way. Yeah, apparently, I know all the 90s, 90s slogans. You that's do. just what I do. Leading really the way? Do. That's the Hot Wheels thing? Hot Wheels leading the way. I think so. You just make that up. Was it really <laughs> sounds, sounds familiar. No one can fact check him, so. Leading the way. That's just a military thing, Kai. What do you mean it sounds familiar? Yes, yeah, sounds familiar. That's, Leading that's the way, true. Yes. That's that's very true. <laughs> Hold on. Now I'm just looking at Hot Wheels leading the way. It would have auto completed if it was correct. I put it would have auto completed. Right. You know I know, that, right? but I oh my god. Uh yeah, leading the way. Really? Yes. Yes. Crazy. Weird. Anyway. Uh, Kirsten, are there any properties that you would like to see Mattel make into films? Just think, just think not... like something as weird. Polly Pockets. The, when you said that one, that was the only one that came to mind. Okay. I loved Polly Pocket, so I would be down for that. And I feel like you could okay. do some weird things I... with the fact that Polly Pocket was in those little containers. You can do an Uno movie. Uno movie? Just like families <laughs> gunning each other down over this card? Maybe. Maybe, or it's about the 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 innards of the making of Uno, and it's like the the cards are personified in some way, and this is the way they live life. I don't know why or how, but maybe there's something there. Maybe there's like... one card who's always skipped and feels sad. <laughs> you know who the biggest asshole in the Uno world would have to be is like the draw four wild card. Oh yeah, like mm-hmm. f- like fuck you. I hate He's you. He's a narcissist. Yeah, you, you think you're the shit, don't you? He's the Andrew Tate of cards. He's doing. He's got like six pack abs. Just like fucking hate you. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, uh, I wish I knew what Mattel was, more. What's your new? Uh, he Man. Isn't He Man Mattel? Yeah, but they already do. They're already they're already doing lots of He Man. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, we've been really needing a He Man property for the longest time. They've been doing it for the past 20 years. Have they? I mean, but not not to any success, right? So they've done uh, the Netflix one, which uh, I didn't like, watch them. I'm saying they exist, like between Shira and the Masters of the Universe yeah, series. And I think that's my point. One more. What's going to get? Man, I never Joseph Jammer Medina to sit his ass down and watch a He Man movie. That's my. I point. would not want to. I don't think I naturally want to. I, I am not predisposed to watching He Man. It just is not my jam. Okay. Okay. They have right. uh that's fine. They have Monsters High, which had like a uh DVD movie or something, didn't it? What's Monsters that, that is High? Not, is that like it's yeah, like Monsters uh High. creepy Barbies, essentially, like monster Monsters Barbies. High. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, well, I could see I, I, I feel like that would be a direct to streaming CG movie. I, th- I think it I think it was right something now. I think it was no, no, I think they actually did a live action. I'm look trying to look what? up now. Monsters High. Oh, it's Monster High. Uh, Monster High. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did Mon- Monster High, the movie, uh, to 2022. <laughs> Jeez. Live oh, action? Last year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, on uh, what? What did it get released on? <laughs> um, Live me. action, musical, fantasy film. And it was on uh, Paramount Plus. 
So yeah, oh, it was yeah. Kirsten, we can watch it. Watch it and watch it. So exciting! It looks like a uh, hot streak. I'm looking at a picture right now. It almost looks like the that Disney Channel uh, movie, The Descendants, or something oh, yeah. like that. Which is something is I still kind of want to watch. You've never seen it? No. Do I look it's like I fun. have a child? We don't have a child. Uh, we have three children. Thank you. All of us. We don't have cry. children that would like design Descendants. We would not have a kid that would want to watch The Descendants. Speaking of who watches things, you guys want to mm-hmm. talk about some who watches? Let's talk who watches. What have we, All right. we been who watching? Is there a little intro for this? What I don't remember. Anyway, no, it's been a while been since intro. we've done this. There's never been an intro. We should come up with it. It's because this whenever apparently we got to be prepared each week because as long as the strike is going on, there's not going to be any news. So maybe we want to feel like, oh, yeah. let me talk five minutes about this show that we've been watching. Super. We could talk for five minutes news. about ghosts. Yes, we can okay, talk about you go. ghosts. So, Kirsten, what have you Kirsten. been watching? I've been watching ghosts. Start the clock. <laughs> so, CBS show on Paramount Plus. It is about a couple who moves into a house and it is haunted. And the premise is the girl ends up um, having a near death experience and can now see the ghosts. It's just hilarious. It's a comedy and it's. And the ghosts, there's all different kinds of ghosts. So there's like a Native American ghost. There's a uh, like a Revolutionary Viking. War Viking, random um, Boy Scout leader, troop leader. But yeah, I just so I love it so much. It's so funny. Yeah, it's a pretty good show, and it's surprisingly. There's a lot of ground they can cover. It has uh it stars what's her name? What's, Rose McIver. Yeah, Rose McIver from iZombie. If any of you watched iZombie, she was the lead in that. She was also lead in the Christmas Prince film <laughs> franchise on Netflix. Which um, is actually there's a whole ep- two episodes about how much she loves Christmas movies and I feel like that was definitely a massive reference to her being in the Christmas Prince. But she's in that, and so essentially, it, it's it's very episodic. It's very network TV, as I say. And Kirsten always thinks it's like it kind of is, but it kind of it just it is what the show is. But like they do a really good job of over the course of the series, you know, you get to know the ghosts, you get to know like how they died, why they died. They kind of get closure on you know some stuff in their life. It's really interesting and and you know kind of heartfelt to watch. So I think it's just overall there's a, a murder mystery that we on? still haven't solved. Uh. They no no one has moved on yet. Hmm. They have side not characters have like side side characters have moved on, but not any of the main characters yet. Main ghosts, main ghosts, none of the main ghosts okay. yet. Okay, main main ghosts. But yeah, it's a uh, really fun. Like clearly, the it's one of those shows. That I'm like, oh yeah, they can have a hundred episodes of this easily. Old timey network show, like the type of show where literally going to film school, they were like, you have to make sure this show has this aspect so it can go 100 episodes and it meets this criteria. It really just checks all of those boxes in that way. Yeah, kind of residuals, exactly. Uh, And yeah, that's pretty much what the show is. So it's very light, very fun. Um, If you for for us, it kind of checked the box of like just 30 minute comedy shows after we ran out of what did we watch before this? I know there was Superstore was one of them. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, like kind of in that vein, yeah, of light comedy. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So is this, very are you, fun. Are you guys doing like a who watches together? Is this like who watches like I do we watch, watch things separately? You watch I. Uh, I, you know, it's funny is if it wasn't for ghosts, I'm trying to think of what else that I have been watching and I can't remember, but I know I have been and I don't remember. So I'll let you go Jonesy and then I'll come in after you. Yes. All right. So I've been watching a couple of things. Uh, we'll start with the the top of the top. I've been watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I think we're like five or six episodes into the second season and I'm really enjoying it. It's not as good as the first season, but it's still pretty damned enjoyable. Um, so if you're a Star Trek person, I still think that this is probably the best of the new Trek. Um, it's just, has been it's watching it fun. too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm almost like, the end of season one and yeah, best, best oh, new okay, Star I won't Trek say anything. I won't, I won't say anything. Um, so yeah, between this and lower decks, like if you're, if you're just like a, if you like Star Trek, like get on board right now. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Does lower decks get better? We watched the first episode you don't, or two episodes you, and it wasn't for us. I don't remember. Okay. So the easiest way for me to say it is, do you like Rick and Morty? No. No. Then no. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, I, the other thing I've been watching is I've been watching um, Secret Invasion. Listen, as somebody who was never really a fan of Captain Marvel for this to be such a Captain Marvel heavy influence Whoa. show because of what? Oh, I, I thought you were going to spoil something, but you're just talking about. Got it. Continue. Because of the scrolls. Um, yeah, I thought you were about to say like Captain Marvel's all over this movie. And I was about to say, oh, I didn't know that. Interesting. No, no, no. no that would probably make it better. Um, So I, I haven't enjoyed the story, like the acting. I mean, it's got Sam Jackson, right? So it's, it's like top notch. Ben Mendelsohn, Sam Jackson, there are scenes. It's like there's this tension. Um, but I feel like it's weird. We have Khaleesi in this show, and we I, I just can't be bothered to give a fuck. And so it's very weird and kind of depressing. It's just like the narrative, the story I just don't care about. And I, I hung on for like two episodes. I was like, I'm, I'm here for this energy. And then the energy just fell off a cliff. So one more episode left. We'll see if they can pull it out. But I gonna give a big east west probably not uh and then foundations back so i started watching that we're about two episodes in um getting to see like lee paces um i don't want to say roided out he probably worked very hard on that body um but man that is a fit man and like watching him like sweatily just beat the shit out of people for like the first five minutes of an episode i was like i'm i'm kind of here for this hey we need to watch the gym joe can we watch that show? <laughs> She's two. always had the biggest p- crush on Lee Pace ever since Pushing Daisies. Was Pushing that Daisies? Oh, my God. Yeah, mm. He's awesome. I really enjoy him in this show. Um, and he he plays like this. So the way this show works is it is it's a show about uh, future civilization. And this empire has three patriarchs. It is brother dawn day and dusk so lee pace is always the middle one and no matter where you are because the show spans hundreds of years he's always that middle version like the middle not middle age but like the middle aged um version it's a lot of fun watching this um there's an intergalactic war coming and he's he's probably on the side that you shouldn't like i just i have a lot of fun 
watching him in this show um, as well as, um, oh God, who's the guy from the uh, the Chernobyl movie? Ah, I can't think of his name right now. Chernobyl movie? The yeah, the beard, the HBO movie. He's got the beard. Jared Harris? Teeth. Yeah. There you go. He's in that. He's in Foundation. Uh, he's really good. There are a couple other people in it. I, I enjoy the show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's better than Silo. I don't understand why everyone loves Silo. But... Everyone seems I to love Silo. I want to watch Foundations, but it's... it's so hard to get Joe to watch anything that's more than thirty minutes. Yeah, or or that's I sci-fi. That the... I'm I like it's very difficult. Sci. I will rephrase that. I mean, I I do want to get back to Battlestar Galactica, but I found that I just do not have an affinity to spaceship space i said that weird spaceship shows yeah it's like take away shows where card because he will not watch any of the sci-fi stuff with me and if there are like shows where like people in spaceships that are like we're just following people in spaceships i'm just like oh my god get out of the spaceship i don't want to be here in the spaceship <laughs> there's a planet so, go to the planet <laughs> there's sun over there just go this is the there. real reason you didn't like firefly i mean maybe what? that's part of it like you i'm just like not firefly? a spaceship person i thought it was garbage Kyle, can you boot this dude from the Yeah, kick him no, out. No, no, because I'm I'm not a Firefly guy either. So. <laughs> hey, this side of the I like, screen. I like weed I like weed and other other stuff. I thought you were about to say I like weed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, but great contribution. Uh, not the not the not the topic. It could, and I think that's sort of the big my big who will watch this takeaway is I'm kind of in between many different shows right now. Like we're kind of starting to try to restart some stuff. Like I know I need to get back to Battlestar Galactica. We started picking up again the second season of Morning Show, which had dropped off for us. Um, not that it was bad, but just I hadn't watched it. It actually is still very good based on the second season. I just need to get back to it. I know there's a new season of The After Party that's starting up that I'm really excited to get into because the first season of The After Party on Apple TV Plus was amazing. I, I do want to start. Episode didn't grab me. Seriously, it I is think so maybe good. something happened. Maybe something happened. I was just like, nah, 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 nah. So, anyway, it's fun. Uh, Kyle I mean, has Kyle has sent me a note. I would like to uh, amend my Mattel movie thing. So Street Sharks, uh, yeah, I want that. Like, show me a Street Shark show. Um, who do you want it to lead? I who would that. who would lead with the main shark? Who would be the the, the main shark? I don't even know this property other than the fact. Their street sharks. Ron Perlman. He's a little old, though. Get some. Get some. Have to youthful. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you not know first what off, these things look first like? Off, <laughs> yeah. First off, you hate Nas. It could just be his voice. Ron Perlman's voice is still golden, like pure gold. So, like, make a CGI giant shark and just have it voiced by Ron Perlman. I'm there. There's one called There's Ripster Big Slamu Streaks. And Bobby Bolton. <laughs> I feel like you have to That's have a Ron Perlman just to get that Sons Bobby of Anarchy. Bolton. Yeah. I, I never watched Street Sharks. I just remember the commercials for it. Um, by the way, did you see Vin that? Did Diesel that... do a Street Shark commercial? That sounds about right. Yeah, I think so. He did something. Or yeah, I think so. He did some kind of commercial like that. Some 90s commercial. 100% Vin Diesel did this Street Shark. There's, I am now looking at like pitch black era Vin Diesel holding a street shark. Like he's like, that sounds about right. That, that, that checks out. That checks. Now we have to have Vin Diesel. So we got Ron Perlman, Vin Diesel. All right. Ron Perlman. Kirsten already threw out Jason Statham, who I think for sure 
There's, yeah, there's three we need we need four? one more. We need one. There's four. Four. Okay. We need to cast one more. The Rock. I don't know. Rock? Would no. they be if they're CGI? They would, would they be able to be in the same room together? No. The two alpha sharks. <laughs> the Rock is the obvious direction. I feel like the other obvious one is John Cena. But I'm trying to think here if we can go outside ben of the Schwartz. wrestler sphere. I want Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz, interesting. Okay. Give me like that okay. Sonic esque voice, like in this okay. like, giant jacked shark. It sounds like Sonic like the Hedgehog. It. Give me that. All right. Done. I think we we're have done. cast Street Sharks. Yeah. Mattel. We, we'll take our check now, please. <laughs> Got the check. Yep. Speaking of which. <laughs> I, here we go. So, dear listener, if you like what you heard, do all the socials. Like, rate, comment, subscribe, share. We would definitely appreciate it. Also, LRM and the Genreverse Podcast Network have other great content. Where else? On the websites. And of course, YouTube. But other than that, Kirsten, do you have uh, social media that you would like to share? Shavash is the beginning. I mean, my social media would probably not be of interest to I uh, what author Kirsten on Instagram you if go. you really like books. Yeah, it's free chicken. You, you can throw it out there. Throw Jammer, out there. you're you're promoting a new book or getting ready to do a thing. Why don't you why don't you throw not it out really. There? Not yet. I'm just throwing it out there because I finished a draft. So I'm just like, it's throwing it out there looking for beta readers. Well, if you want to check out AJ Cerner writer Twitter, there you go. And you could find a way to potentially be a beta reader for my new cyberpunk urban fantasy book. It's called Spectral. Spectral? Yeah. I thought you were struggling with the name. Revamping to remember the name I was. Of the book. I was trying to remember the name of the book. That is true. You're gone. You've been working on this book for years, dude. I have nothing to sell. So that's the end of the show. Uh, we will catch you next time on the next one. What are we doing? What are we doing next week? Does anybody know? What do we want to do? Uh, we have to tell people. We have to see them. We have to see the people. We have to give them a thing. We have to give them a preview. What are we to preview? Okay. No. Nothing. Movie releases next. Oh my week. god. Uh, oh my god. So I'm not. I'm never prepared for we like the next week. We don't have time for this. To be fair, I, 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 we're gonna have to talk about whether we'll be here, Joe. Uh, oh, it's a good point. No. That's my oh, no. thing. Is that next All week? Right. That's next week. I don't know. Oh, that's next week. Yeah, I'm not going to be here next week. So that's a you Ninja problem, Turtles, sir. I think August. No, 4th. no, Ninja, no. That's August. Turtles. That's that's the following week. That's the uh, next week. Oh, uh, an uh, haunted mansion. Wait, really? Yeah, haunted mansion. Talk to that's me and week? sympathy for the devil. All July uh, 28th. I literally oh, just well, saw I the Haunted so. Mansion trailer for the first time yesterday. I did not know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll have something. We'll have, some, we'll have some content for you. I don't know. But, you know, for now, hasta lasagna.